Hey y'all and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell and I'm so glad that you're here. First off, I'd just like to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there who were able to celebrate yesterday. I just pray that it was a wonderful day and you felt appreciated and loved in a whole new way. The role of a mother in our lives is so critical to our raising. It is so important to our upbringing and whether we had a wonderful role model in our mother or we had one that was a bit more strained, I think we can all agree that the impact that our mothers have in our lives is something that is ongoing into adulthood. And this is where the importance of a godly mother, being a godly mother, having a good spiritual mentor and mother is so important to our spiritual walk. Throughout my faith journey, I have been blessed with some of the best spiritual mothers, and I have been challenged with some that didn't really live up to what the Bible calls them to do. And honestly, that was a very hard thing to recognize because it's it's a difficult thing to just call out and be like, you know what, you might not be the spiritual mother for me. Because even if we love someone dearly, even if we respect what they bring to the table, they might not be the person that God has to help walk us out, our faith growth. I've had spiritual mothers and still have some that I consider to be dear friends who have spoken life into me whenever I couldn't even find my way out from rock bottom. They've spoken life into me when I was on the mountaintop. Those are the ones that are such a blessing. And on the flip side, I had spiritual mothers where it felt like the relationship was forced, where it felt inconvenient. It felt as if I was just honestly another notch in their belts. And that's very ugly to walk out. And I'm not even saying that these people might have done it intentionally. Sometimes just the pairing isn't what the Lord has ordained. And we can glean from each other. We can see someone that's further on in their spiritual journey, and we can look at them and think that things are wonderful. But just because from the outside looking in, we think that it would be good, it might not be God's best for us. One of my spiritual mothers that I absolutely adore and consider to be one of my best friends, for the longest time, I viewed her as a spiritual big sister. And it was one of those moments with the Lord where I had to ask, what is your definition of the relationship? We had to define the relationship. And so I asked the Lord, and this is something we have to do with every mentor in our lives. Lord, what kind of a relationship do you want this to be? Is this a friend to friend thing? Is this like a sister to sister? Is this a mother to daughter thing? And it's such a critical conversation to have with the Lord because if not, there will be unmet expectations. It won't be hopeful expectancy for the relationship to grow. It will be expectations placed to become what you believe it should be or what the other believes it should be. But when it has God at the center, when it is a God-ordained relationship, when it is in God's timing, it is immensely fruitful. God ordained mentors, mothers, and fathers in the faith that He gifts to us in this lifetime are a beautiful treasure. Life in this world can be hard, harsh, brutal, and ugly. We're going to face things that are so difficult that we don't even know how we're going to breathe in the moment. And we've gone through some of those in our own household. But I'll tell you this, our spiritual mentors made all the difference. I want to share a few key verses that speak to the importance of mentoring. So 2 Timothy 2.2 says, The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. That applies to men and women. It's not just secluded to one gender. And Proverbs 27.17 says, Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. 
Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. This verse is not secluded to parents and children in, in the family or in the household to which you reside. This verse speaks to relationships that we have with spiritual parents. When they train us up, when they teach us their ways, when they sharpen us, that is the thing that will last from generation to generation because then we will go and forth and impart it to our children, to the spiritual children that are eventually entrusted to us as well. Titus 2, 3 through 4 says, Older women likewise are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands and to love their children. And Psalm 71, 18, And even when I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to all who are to come. There will always be someone who has walked out their faith longer than us. There will always be somebody who has experienced more life than us, who has experienced situations that we are about to go through, that we may go through, that we will have absolutely no gauge on how to view it or deal with it. We will, of course, have the Bible, have God's holy scriptures to lean back on. But when we have good godly mentors that the Lord has ordained, that is when we start to really be shaped by those who have gone before us. I think about the fact that when a foundation is laid, if a house is going to have any remodeling or any kind of additions, you don't necessarily even have to break up the foundation. If the foundation is secure and firm and established well, then you just continue to build upon it and continue to build upon it. And life continues to thrive there and flourish and flourish and flourish and multiply. That is the same thing that happens when a good godly mentor is in your life. Spiritual parents challenge us. They call us higher. They call our bluffs whenever we are literally trying to force something. I can't tell you how many times I tried to convince my spiritual parents that I was okay or that the situation wasn't as bad or I wasn't taking as big of an emotional hit. When that mentor-mentee relationship is founded on Jesus Christ himself, they can see through our facades. They see us the way that God sees us. They call us out into the light, out of whatever darkness that we may have been walking into ourselves, out of whatever valley we may be trying to set up camp. They grab our arms. They lift us up. They pull us through. That is why having a good, solid, godly mentor is so crucial to our growth in our Christian faith. On the flip side, if we don't have a good godly mentor, if we have one of those forced relationships, we're not going to see the same kind of fruit come through this. We're going to see the house kind of have cracks. We're going to see some foundational issues. And that's not to say that that person may have issues within their own Christian faith walk, but it's just saying that maybe that is just not the right pairing and relationship for you. It's not. It's kind of like when we find a spouse. Not everyone can fit husband and wife, except for the one that the Lord has called for us to be with. And I firmly believe that the Lord has people ordained for us specifically to spend our lives with, whether that's spousal, whether that's best friends, whether that's mentors. The only ones I feel like we don't necessarily choose are the ones we're born into. And so on that note, we may have been born into a family where we didn't have healthy parent-child relationships.
Now, I'm not saying that mine were all over the place and terrible. I think every single family has its own skeletons in the closet, if you will. There are things we walk out through a broken generation because we are a fallen human race. We are always and constantly and consistently in need of a savior. And so what happens when a child is around their parents? They start to mimic, they start to copy, they start to become like them. The good, the bad, and all the in-between. That goes for our relationships with spiritual parents as well. As we sit under them, as we listen to their teachings, as we are guided by what the Holy Spirit is showing them, as we are receiving those impartations from them, we start to look like them. They look like Jesus. It's one of those... They look like Jesus. So then in turn, we start to look more like Jesus. So then in turn, our children, our spiritual children will start to look more like Jesus. So we go from being that broken, cursed generation to a chosen, blessed generation. One that is a royal priesthood that is called with a purpose and a plan. And I'm just going to say it. Some people that have walked their faith out longer than us, although they might seem like they are successful in their walk, that it might seem like they are fruitful in their walk, behind closed doors, they may be toxic. Like I said, I've had spiritual mentors in the past, or so I thought, that had my best interests in heart. And instead of speaking life into me, they spoke about me behind my back. They spoke word curses over me. They spoke things that were not edifying. They didn't equip me. They were more focused on control. And honestly, at the root of control is always manipulation. And if manipulation is one of the core values of any relationship, that relationship is destined to have hard times. It's destined to experience failures. And yes, we're going to experience challenges in any relationship. And it might seem like there's different failures that we're going to come face to face with. But when it comes to a godly mentor, it is so wildly beautiful and powerful when they speak life into you. Even when that's, that life they're speaking into you might be challenging. It might be heavy sometimes. It might be calling you out on your bluff. But there are those ones, unfortunately, where they do not speak with God's heart and mind. They may believe that they are. They may not. It might be more of a control issue. That is why you have to define the relationship with the Lord. You have to make sure that the moment, that relationship is God-ordained. You have to know that the spiritual mentor that you are sitting with and sitting under their teaching is doing things like Jesus did them. In our church, there's a common saying that if you want to have a mentor, you need to be a mentor. And sometimes this seems almost counterintuitive because we often think, I don't have anything that I can give to somebody else. Here's the thing. Like I said earlier, there will always be somebody who is further in their faith walk than we are. And that goes the same for you. There will always be someone who's coming up after you, who is newer to their faith, who isn't as experienced with the ways of the Lord, who may not know their scriptures the same way. The Lord reveals himself in different ways to each of us, and we all benefit from that with one another when we share it with each other. And so here's my challenge to you. If you are in that place where you feel like you want a spiritual mentor, but you can't seem to find one, start mentoring. Start mentoring. A big part that I'm going to encourage you with is to sit with the Lord in prayer. Ask Him to highlight women in your church, in your immediate sphere. Ask Him to highlight women that have things that they possess in the Spirit that you may not have known about yet. Ask Him to show you people that are going to be able to reveal 
new natures and characteristics of the father. The last thing I'll mention is this. Just because someone is younger than you does not mean that they cannot be a mentor to you. I say this because there are many women that the Lord has put into my life who age-wise, number-wise, are younger than me, but they have walked with the Lord longer. They have walked more closely with the Lord for a longer period of time. I have been able to glean so much from so many different ages, so many different life stages, because I did not sit there and put the barrier on mentorship or put a boundary line and say, only women that are older than me are allowed to speak into my life. When we do that, we limit what God wants to do in our lives. When we sit there and lay that dangerous boundary, we limit the ability to grow. We limit our ability to grow in God. We have to be able and open and most importantly, humble we have to be humble. I can't tell you how many times I struggled early on whenever I went all in with God, whenever somebody who was 10 years younger than me wanted to speak to me about what they knew about the Lord or how they had seen the Lord revealed in their own life, especially those, and I want to apologize with this as well, whenever I was married going through some of these those hard, those hard things, <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied, sorry guys. When we were going through some of our hard seasons, years three to five were extremely taxing and difficult for us. And I had singles trying to speak into my marriage. And at the time, all I thought was, how dare you? Why would I listen to you? You've never even had this relationship. And while, yes, we did have strong godly counsel and, mem and spiritual parents that came in as mentors for us that were married, I look back and there are things that those singles spoke to me that holds so much weight even to this day, all these years later. And it's one of those, we cannot think that we are above receiving godly guidance from somebody younger than us. And nobody on the flip side is too old, too outdated, too out of touch with our current world's reality to speak into our life. There is nothing new under the sun. It might look different. There might be some different flavors, or so it may seem. But the Lord reveals through our mentors what we need to know. We also have to be very careful to not project what we believe a spiritual mentor should look like. Now, that is kind of a confusing statement. So I'm going to do my best to try and clarify. I thought a spiritual mother needed to look a lot like my earthly mother. My earthly mother, although she has many had many beautiful qualities, there was a lot of strain to our relationship. There was a lot of brokenness that made its way into my upbringing. And I didn't even realize that I was looking for someone similar to my earthly mother in a godly mentor. And what's wild is my spiritual mother that I absolutely adore is a complete 180 of my earthly mother. And that's not to say she's better, she's worse, or anything like that. But... What we need in our spiritual growth as spiritual children is going to look different than when we were learning to walk, talk, eat, crawl, all those things. And they will be able to provide what we need because they hear from God. They do. But we cannot sit there and go into a church and be like, her, I choose her. She's the one I'm going to pick. We can't be willy-nilly about this, you guys. We have to be diligent to hear the Lord's voice on who He has for us to help walk us in to spiritual maturity. Before I leave y'all today, I would love to pray for you. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the relationships that you put into our lives. I thank you that you place godly mentors in our path to help straighten crooked paths, to help us learn how to process things in a Christ-honoring and Christ-like manner. I thank you that you lift veils off of our eyes to show us your goodness through other people. God, right now, I just pray that I pray specifically for the one who is seeking a mentor, who is feeling that longing in her spirit, in her heart, in the depths of her soul, to have somebody to walk alongside her through all of life's journeys. Lord, I ask that you would bring the right spiritual mother to her. I ask that you would be preparing her spiritual mother right in this moment. Highlight them both to each other. Open the doors of communication for them to make it fruitful and beautiful. I pray for the one who was hurt by their mentor. I pray for the one who felt like their spiritual mother was against them and not for them. I ask, Lord, that you would put forgiveness in their hearts, that you would remove all seeds of bitterness and resentment, God, and that you would repair that relationship. You would repair that relationship, God, and you would reveal what the what the relationship is supposed to look like if it's not meant to be spiritual mentor and spiritual daughter. God, I thank you that you reveal these things to us and you do them so graciously. And God, I thank you for the ones who have found good godly mentors. I ask that you would continue to bless that relationship, that it would continue to flourish and bloom and blossom into something so vibrant, into something so life-giving, that it multiplies from this generation to the next one to the next one. We thank you, God, that we have this ability to do life together. Help us to never take it for granted. We love you, Lord. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell, and I would love for you to join me over on my socials. I'm mainly only over on IG anymore, but you can find me at at Morgan Bartell, and I would love to have you join me over there. Until next time, guys, I pray you have a blessed week.